today we continue in our readings from yesterday. As you know, Blessed Mother and Joseph went to the temple to present our Lord in the temple. Every time we pray the rosary, we meditate on the mystery of the presentation of the Lord in the temple. But there's several things here that I think the Lord wants us to remember and be aware more deeply because it's part of our faith. These are part of the mysteries of our faith. So what we have here is this, Joseph and Mary take Jesus to the temple to, to present him to the Lord, to consecrate him to, to the Lord. Because they were from Nazareth, they didn't have to go because it was a long distance. They didn't have to go to the, to the temple itself because it was not expected of them. They could consecrate him, you know, in, in, in person. Uh, just the mother and father, they didn't have to take Jesus, but they want to take him. He was the son of God. They wanted to bring him to the temple of, the, of God the Father. And so this is what takes place. But what happens here is this. As they bring the child, first of all, they meet um, Simeon. He's a priest. And he recognizes in Jesus, he recognizes the, the long-awaited Savior, the Messiah. So he takes this child, as you know, yesterday when we read the gospel, he, he thanks the Lord for the gift of seeing the Messiah because he received the promise through the Holy Spirit that he will not die before he sees the Messiah. And so he rejoices in that gift that God has given him this great privilege to see the Lord. And there he is. And today we see the other one, the other person, Anna, the prophetess Anna. And what does she do? She's also there moved by the Holy Spirit. She comes to the temple. And she also is the one who is able to recognize in Jesus the long-awaited Savior. And there she is today. Uh, you know, there's a description of her, just a brief description. She's known as prophetess. That means she speaks on behalf of God, someone who knows the Lord well, someone who knows him intimately. And so she's the one who receives this special gift again. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. So she could have been in the temple for 60 years, 50, 60, praying day and night, praying and, 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 and doing fasting and praying. And at that very moment, the Holy Spirit moves her to come and to see the Lord, the Lord of glory. And the first thing that she does is she begins to speak about this child to all who are awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. So she begins to, to, to proclaim who Jesus is. She proclaims to the people who are in the temple there, perhaps not only in the temple itself, but in the vicinity of the temple, and maybe even to the people in Jerusalem where she lived. She is the one who, moved by the Holy Spirit, is able to articulate, is able to proclaim who this Jesus is. And I think that what we have today is the readings, is the question that we, that we have 
for today given to us by scripture is, is how do we answer who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? The one who was recognized by, by the angels because they proclaim glory to God in the highest. Today in the city of David, a savior is born. Glory to God in the highest and to people and peace to the people of goodwill. Peace, shalom, which means not just the absence of war, but the blessings of God. So who is this child proclaimed by the angels? As we know, uh, not only that, but who is this child we are to reflect upon. And today we see the, the proclamation of, of, of by Anna, who is this child? Yes, he is the son of God. He's the one who is to come. But if we were to look at the readings also from, from the office of reading, as you know, you know, as, as priests and religious, but also lay people, we, we have this bravery known as the, uh, the, uh, the prayer for the Christian prayer for the faithful. Um, and it is from the office of readings, they usually have a first part is a scripture, then you have also like a commentary or theological reflection on, on the day or on the feast. And today, in, the, in our readings, it's very interesting where we read from St. Paul's letter to Colossians, and he says right away, from the, right from the beginning of this letter, Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So who is he? Is the image of the invisible God, the Father, the firstborn of all creatures. In him, everything in heaven and on earth was created. Who is he? In him, all things were created. Everything that we see here, he's the word through whom all things were made. This is St. John in the gospel, the beginning of the gospel. He speaks the same way. Now, not only is that in him everything was heaven and earth was created, all things visible, invisible, which means the creation which we see and the creation that we do not see. The angels, all the, all the, all the creatures which we do not see, all things were made through him whether thrones or dominions or principalities uh, or powers and everything that we know. So he is before all else that is. And in him, everything continues in being. Who is this Jesus? We live in him. Even if we do not accept him, we live in him because he gives us the, the capacity to exist. Existence is from God and he sustains all that. So he's the one, he's the one that we honor. He's the one who was born a child and he is the one who is existing. He's the son of, son of God, he's the word of God. And then Saint, Saint Paul says, through whom everything exists, everything continues in being. And he's the head of the body, the church, who's the beginning, the firstborn of the dead. The prime may be seen, may be his in everything. And so it pleased God to give us this gift of his son because he want, he, the Lord wants, the Father wanted us to come to know him, that to know, that, and to see him. Uh, again, we would, if we were to wish and re read the whole chapter of, uh, from the letter to St. Paul's letter to Colossians, it's really, really powerful reading because it gives us an insights as to who he is and why he came to us. It is the mystery that was hidden which was revealed to us, revealed 
and because it's God's plan of salvation for us. Now also the other reading which is, which is given to us in the Office of Readings is from letter uh, and refutation to all heresies by St. Hippolytus. <clears throat> and again, he is the one who speaks, why did Jesus come? Why did the Son of God become one of us? So that we may not only come to know him, but also that he may transform our human nature. He, want, he wishes to recreate us, to become sons and daughters of God, to be, to be men and women who receive the gift of divinization. That's what he says. He wants us to be divinized, which is absolutely, for us, in, incredible to even grasp. The fact is that the Lord wants us to be someone that we cannot even understand. We cannot even grasp what the Lord wants us to be. And so Saint, Saint, uh, Saint uh, Hippolytus, who wrote this, this wonderful, wonderful readings. If you are, you know, if you have a chance to read today, uh, or some of you may have it, or go online, even find Christian prayer book. Um, you know, you, you'll be able to, to read. There's so many insights. So who is this Jesus? He is our Savior. He's the Lord. He is the one who reconciles us. He's the one who, who gives us the gift of knowledge of the Father, who the Father is. Because the only Father we, we know, uh, we know the Father through him in that fullness, in that fullness of, of knowledge. But also the Lord wants us to know who we are, who we are. We are his sons and daughters. We are his, we share in the very nature of the Son. And he wants us as he is the firstborn and we are the ones who follow. But, but there's a second aspect to the readings today is not only should we recognize who he is, but we, who we are to be. And it is from St. Saint John's letter. And he addresses in a, in a special way to different groups. I'm writing to you children, children who are here. Why? Because you know that your sins have been forgiven in his name. You know, like we pray the chaplet, you know, each day, you know, we offer the, the, to the Father, the Son, as our atoning sacrifice. Yes, because for his sake, for his sake, for his name's sake, the sins have been forgiven. So St. John writes to children that they already come to know that they have been forgiven, that they have been forgiven. You know, I, I have to tell you that there's a boy who's five years old in Eastern Church, because you know, in Eastern Church, sometimes they, they are able to, to go to confession even early if they're able to recognize. And so this boy comes five-year-old, and you know, and I'm looking at five-year-old boy, and he's recognizing what he did. He he's telling me, and I should not be revealing sins because you know because it's not, but but he he's able to recognize the fact is that he was he didn't hear he listened to his parents that he was disobedient already, that he wanted to do he play and told his mom that I don't have time because I'm doing something, but he was actually playing games, and you know and he didn't want to to come but the fact is this it, it is something that even children recognize even children recognize even if they're five or six or seven year old that they they know that there's something not right and they and he came to ask for forgiveness from the lord but then saint john writes also i'm writing to you young men which means young men young women men and women 
young people, I'm writing to you because the Lord has conquered the evil one. You know, sometimes young people experiment with things, all kinds of junk, you know, and, and, and get themselves hurt. And, you know, but because they experiment, sometimes they play into the devil's hands and they have to experience consequences. And so he says, I'm writing to you, young people, because, because you have conquered the evil one. You have conquered the temptations, those things which drag you into, into things that you should not be doing. But then he says, I'm also writing to you, parents, fathers, mothers, because you know him from the beginning, because you know, you know you know, uh, the Lord, how, how he came to us, how he rescued us. He's the one from the beginning uh, because, because we understand our human life comes from God. It's, it's not just because we, all of a sudden we appeared here. He's the one who has given us, given us the, the, the existence that, that we share, the, the things that we have around that God has given to us. But then St. John says the following, do not love the world or the things of the world. Because if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is, for all that is in the world, the sensual lusts, enticements of the eyes, and pretensions of life, all those things do not come from God. Those things lead us, lead us away from God, because what happens is if we create in our lives some form of idols, whether it's the, you know, any type of passions or anything that, that we prefer to God, then we trap ourselves. And then the, the love of the Father is no longer in us. So he's, he's asking us, he says, do not accept, do not allow these things to trap us. Because, because um, in this way, if we are trapped, we're no longer able to receive the wonderful gifts that God has prepared for us, extraordinary gifts to become like Him. Maybe then today, as we go through this sacred liturgy, whereby we listen and hear God's voice, that we may accept the Lord's invitation to be truly His sons and daughters, that we may look forward that we may desire to receive more and more the divine gifts that he has prepared for us. And rather those gifts is a knowledge of God, comfort and, and, and this type of cons consolation of our heart and our mind, knowing that we're loved, that he has come to save us, that he has come to be with us, that he has given us the power to become God's children. He has given us this. And, and, and you know there, there's a there's a phrase which Saint Saint um, Saint Hippolytus used, and and also Saint Paul as well is that he is our power. He's our this sort of energy, uh, but divine, the energy that works with us, so that we're not alone. That we are able to do accomplish things because of the of the power within us that he gives us. You know that you know Saint Paul says, "I'm not alone. He's it was, he's in me." And today, more than ever, we have to be aware that we're not alone. No matter what the you know the, the viruses are, no matter what the difficulties are, economic, political, or fear of concerns, war, whatever it may be, that we're not alone. And we'll never be alone because He is with us. 
and he will give us everything that he has prepared for us. And those are special gifts of, of life eternal, life of glory, his forgiveness and mercy, his, his special spiritual gifts of the insights that we have and, and, and at the protection that we receive from him. So may this Eucharist, may this celebration of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus on our behalf, may his word, which is addressed to us, strengthen us in our path by which we follow the Lord, that he may strengthen us to, to really know him, to live his, his, his gifts here on earth, so may enjoy the fullness of glory in heaven. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.